This is Becky Schultz reporting from the Vermeer booth at IQ 2019. I'm here with Jason Andringa, President and CEO, and Doug Hunt, President Industrial, and we're going to be chatting about where the company has come since an F3 tornado struck its manufacturing facilities just over a year ago, how it impacted operations, and what opportunities it actually ended up opening up for the company that ultimately have allowed it to be, come back stronger than ever. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Just to start off with, um, can you tell me a little bit, just real briefly, what happened? It was July of 2018, I believe, when an F3 tornado struck the Vermeer campus. Um, that, that had to be pretty dev devastating. Jason, can you tell us a little bit about what happened there? Yeah, it was you know, arguably the most significant day in the history of our company, and uh, we were celebrating 70 years of business. So we actually had uh, an additional 400 dealers and customers on site in addition to you know, the normal um, 2,500 team members that we would, would usually have on site. And um, we uh, got the weather indication that there was a tornado warning. So as we always do when there's a tornado warning, Everybody went into uh, storm shelters or tornado shelters, and uh, we were actually in the shelters for quite a long time. We were in them for about 45 minutes, and uh, unfortunately, um, just a little after 4 p.m., we get we took a direct hit from the most powerful tornado in the state of Iowa in more than three years, and uh, the the destruction was significant. We we lost um, multiple buildings. We lost 400,000 square feet of manufacturing space. Um, but the, the greatest blessing, the um, thing that we're most proud of, is that we had no serious physical injuries, no fatalities, even though, you know, we had hundreds of people, you know, more than a thousand people. It was actually shift change from first shift to second shift, um, but we still at that point had, you know, more than a thousand people on site um, in shelters. and. Um, so the you know some of the images that I saw after coming out of the shelter that I was in, um, you know I'll never forget them. Um, buildings destroyed, roofs ripped off, um, 400 cars stacked up and turned over and destroyed like match, matchbox cars. So it was it was uh, you know a mind blowing event, but you know it was it was so gratifying that same night to be able to go on um, the media and honestly the media has been just a tremendous um, asset for Vermeer ever since the tornado um, providing accurate information to customers to our community um, to, to the the broader manufacturing um, family that that just came out so strongly um, in support of us after the tornado but um, you know, to be able to go on the media that night and say, you know, hey, we have, we've had no serious physical injuries, no fatalities. You know, to me, I felt like at that moment we knew we had all of our people and we have everything we need as long as we've got our people. And, yeah. uh, you know, thankfully we found out over the next, you know, few hours and days that we had robust insurance in place and, and worked really um, well with our insurer. And um, so, you know, really the cleanup and the rebuild started the very next day. And, uh, you know, 
once you know your people are safe, then, you know, step two is, you know, what, what facilities can we get? So the tornado hit us on a Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We were officially closed on Friday. So just operations leadership came in on Friday. So we spent Friday trying to figure out what can we get back in production as of Monday? Um, what is damaged but can be repaired? And then what is most likely fully destroyed? And of the products that we used to build in those facilities, can we move them someplace else? And that very first Friday, we accomplished all three of those goals. We, we figured out what we could get back into production on Monday. We informed those team members who would be coming back to work on Monday. We brought about 75% of our team back to work that very first Monday. Um, we figured out what, what damage, what plants were damaged, but yet we could still use them and then fix them at the same time. And then what plants looked as though they were completely destroyed. And already that very first day, they prioritized those products and, uh, and, and we, we moved some things around, we shifted some things, we moved our uh, engineering prototype teams off-site to a variety of different um, facilities that were extremely generous, making space for us. And uh, we were able to get our entire team back to work within 30 days. We were able to recover our entire production within 45 days. So uh, just a monumental, superhuman effort by, by everybody affiliated with Vermeer. I'm incredibly proud of it. I mean, Doug, Doug and I were right through all of that and just, you know, every minute of every one of those days was a, a proud moment. I bet. Uh, Doug, it seems like it was all pretty seamless from from the standpoint of the customers especially. I, it doesn't seem like they were impacted at all. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little? Yeah, well, it's a great it's a great question because on that day, we actually were celebrating our 70th anniversary. So we had 480 dealers and customers on our campus. So again, you know, they were all in shelters. We were able to, to escape any serious injuries, and that was the first step. But once we counted for all of our employees and all of our dealers and customer safety, we quickly went into the mind of the customer. And one of the pinnacle culture um, at Vermeer is to really make sure that our people are cared for and our customers are cared for. So that was our mantra. From the people side, our team members wanted to get their, 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 their friends back to work. So the effort that Jason's talking about was remarkable, but then we know our dealers and customers depend on us every day for success on, in their businesses. So that was equally as powerful. And those two visions alone, and Jason did a great job of setting a very simple vision, and that is getting everybody back to work within 45 days. And then underneath that was making sure we were doing everything we could to serve our dealers and customers. So although, as you said, it seems easy, the reality is there were thousands of people behind the scenes working you know, 20 plus hours a day, seven days a week to make that happen. And then along with that was ingenuity. You know, we have several hundred engineers at Vermeer that did nothing but figure out how to rebuild tooling, how to help support move lines, how to, you know, source parts from different areas. So it was truly an all in effort to make it seem easy. And uh, it was the most remarkable effort of teamwork and camaraderie that I've ever been exposed to in my life. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, and it seems like now, a little over a year later, you're, you're in the process of, of continuing to rebuild afterwards. Yeah. Where is the momentum at this point? I mean, you're, you introduced a major new product yeah. here at IQ. Yeah. Um, it seems like 
there's just it just keeps rolling. You you haven't missed a step anywhere along the way. Yeah, I'm incredibly proud of of you know how few steps it feels like we've missed um, because you know that that was a priority right off the bat. Is um, you know we it's important to our customers and to our dealers and to us that you know we continue our cadence of, of new product launches and, and the markets that we serve have been strong for, um, they were strong at that time, they're strong today. So we knew it, it wasn't a time that we could allow ourselves to you know, slack off. So you know, we, we maintained our momentum in product innovation. Um, you know, we, we had a few lines that were in the destroyed plants that took a little bit of time to get moved and, and back up to speed. But um, within very short order, we were back in production with all of our lines and uh, you know, quickly ramped back up to, uh, and then back up to and beyond pre-tornado production levels. So, um, you know, not long after the tornado, we announced our first offensive move, which was was to build a standalone building where we would house all of our engineering prototype teams. That facility is called Shop 48, and uh, we are moving into that facility right now. And next week, we're going to do the ribbon cutting for that new facility. So, you know, it's just 14 months after the tornado, and we're already into the first 100,000 square foot building that we announced after the tornado and uh, we're, we're currently um, uh, constructing the uh, the footings for our big new production building that is going to replace what we used to call plants five and six uh, so we lost 400,000 square foot of space and we're building back a 500,000 square foot facility in that spot so it's it's just extremely gratifying um, to be able to you know weather a literal storm and uh, you know, genuinely feel as though we've turned it into an opportunity, and and that we are truly going to come back stronger than ever before. Yeah, it definitely seems like you have you're stronger in, on so many levels. And looking at the new product development, obviously you have a, an exciting new product here mm -hmm. at the show. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about that product and where that came out of? Sure. So you know, Vermeer. Uh, has been in the vacuum excavation business um, for the last right, 10 to 15 years and we've seen the technology grow significantly but one of the problems that our customers continue to tell us is that to find places to dispose of the spoils is a major cost for them and it, it consumes a lot of time because the machine's off the job site. So we really tried to hear what they say were saying to us and about three and a half years ago we released some engineers to just focus on that problem and what we've come up with is a brand new hydro excavation machine that separates the dirt, the solids, from the water and the fluids and allows that spoil to be returned to the job site. So no longer do you have to um, you know, haul the entire uh, tank of debris off-site. Now you can leave the solids and either return it to the hole or manage it in some way. But the net result for our customers is we believe it will keep them on the job twice as long and significantly reduce their disposal costs. Amazing, and we'll definitely be sharing more of the information on that product on fourconstructionpros.com. So um, we'll definitely uh, get that information out there. Um, what about other things that are new for the company, either here at the show or what do you anticipate going forward? Yeah, I'd say at the show specifically, we're, we're you know in addition to the XR2, which is our, our recycling hydrovac, we've also introduced the 2330 rock drilling machine. It's the smallest, lightest rock drill in the market. So with the fiber optic work going on around the world, we're quite optimistic about the um, 
the performance and the demand for that machine. Uh, we have a larger rock drill as well. And in addition to that, we just continue to make improvements on our line. So I think if you look around our booth, we're just really pleased with the, with the equipment we have here. We're really pleased with the turnout so early in the show. And uh, we think it's going to be a really exciting week for us. And then, and then going forward, you know, I think you can expect um, just more of the same. I mean, as Jason said, and I just underscore it, we really feel what was a major challenge for now for us is now an opportunity. You know, our mantra is let's build back better. So if you think of building, you know, new facilities, a new factory, a new R&D, it will enhance Vermeer's capabilities to do even more in the future. So we're quite excited about that. And um, as Jason said, we continue to invest in R&D and innovation. So we're, we're quite optimistic about, about our future. Excellent. Yep. Is there anything else you have to share about um, what we might see from Vermeer coming out ahead? I know we have a Con Expo coming yep. up in the near future, and I yep. don't want you to sell out any information uh, that you don't want to share, but I know you also have a prototype unit here on the, the stand. Yeah. Um, are we going to see some more sneak peeks of things to come at Con Expo? You know, we, we genuinely, t we specifically talked about 14 months ago after the tornado, you know, hey, we're, we're 14 months from from IQ and then just half a year after that we'll have Con Expo and you know those are always you know big opportunities for us to display new things and um, you know for us to have that the XR2 the new product that we just did the big um, splash launch of um, the the smallest rock drill dual rod rock drill in the world um, launching it at this show um, you know we are very proud of the new products that we have here and and uh, we'll, we'll definitely have an exciting uh, Con Expo as well. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what you bring there as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate uh, you spending some time with us today and uh, have a great show. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Becky.